Today's podcast is sponsored by Co-op Financial Services, a payments and financial technology company whose mission is ensuring the success of the credit union movement. Co-op payments, solutions, engagement services, and strategic counsel help credit unions optimize member experiences to consistently provide seamless, personalized, multi-channel offerings while delivering secure, sophisticated fraud mitigation service. For more information, visit coop.org. From the Credit Union National Association, this is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people, credit union ideas. As the number of vaccinated individuals climbs and the country reopens, people are beginning to spend money again, and they're turning to digital channels to do so. I'm Jennifer Plager, Managing Editor with CUNA News. I recently spoke with Todd Clark, CEO of Co-op Financial Services. Clark spoke about what projects Co-op has been working on in recent months, recent payments research the company conducted in partnership with EY, advice for combating fraud, and more. Welcome, Todd. Last time we spoke with you in December, can you update us on Co-op's activities in the past six months? Yeah, sure, Jennifer. We are you know, really kind of focused on product delivery and service delivery above all things. We've concentrated all of our service offerings around how we deepen member engagement and helping credit unions win the primary financial relationship. We continue to solve pain points for credit unions and their members, uh, you know, specifically in fraud, disputes, chargebacks, rewards, and digital functionality, specifically like uh, contactless cards, uh, P2P like Zelle and, uh, and miscellaneous others. We introduced uh, a bunch of new research in the uh, early May, late April timeframe that we worked on with uh, Ernst & Young to better understand credit union member behavior and then outline opportunities for credit union growth. Among those findings, 88% of credit union members surveyed were now digitally engaged with their financial service provider. And I said financial service provider because a large number of those are now considering people like PayPal and Venmo their financial services provider, which is uh, something obviously for us to be all concerned about. We continue to be focused on providing digital solutions as part of our ecosystem to address the new demand that's coming out of the pandemic. Just a couple of weeks ago, uh, we shared news with our shareholders about our investment in Alchemy. We started that investment about uh, six or seven years ago and continued all the way through 2018. And uh, their IPO obviously uh, was a huge um, boon for us. When we mark that to market, it's going to be at this point, north of $100 million in value, just indicator that you know we're making the right investments, uh, whether inside our own ecosystem or, or in the market. And then we're pleased to say that transactions are coming back. And matter of fact, they're back in a big way. As things open up, uh, I'm really optimistic for not only our country, but uh, the movement and, uh, and co-op as well. Uh, I think it's going to be a great year. So the marketplace continues to change rapidly. What are you seeing in the marketplace today and what do you expect in the future? Well, as I said uh, just a second ago, uh, it's encouraging so far. Our consumer spending analysis shows really encouraging trend to pre-pandemic norms or even above, although the shift or the mix shift may be a little different. It's accelerated, you know, the pandemic itself accelerated consumer trends that we've seen coming for years. You know, a shift to digital is something we've been talking about now for years, but it, it happened in a big way during the pandemic as branches closed and even my 76-year-old mother learned how to deposit a check without visiting a drive-up or a branch on the app of her credit union throughout the pandemic. 
What we see, though, is fintechs are really rising up to meet the need in this digital first world. And there's lots of different apps to choose from. As you see needs out there, you just go to the app store and search. And so we think that's going to put pressure on traditional credit unions models, which we kind of have, have thought about as life stage type models, you know, life stage lending. I need a student loan. I need a car loan. I need a home loan. And it's going to necessitate credit unions shifting their thought process to more lifestyle. And here at Co-op, we think lifestyle is best represented by payments. And, uh, you know, those are the 80% of the transactions that members do on a daily basis are payment related transactions. And so, we're hoping to line co-op up and co-ops credit unions up to meet those needs. So given all of that, Todd, what's your main message to credit unions in 2021? I think it's payments is the path to growth, right? It is meet the member where they're doing their everyday business and then utilize that. Uh, I'm not saying abandon your life stage lending activity, but I'm saying add these two things together. And we also love to say co-op is the path to payments. Between our shared branching network and our ATM network, we're the most well-known brand out there in the credit union space. We're always a brand behind our credit unions, and we want to stay that way. And then our broad product sets of the pay product, the engage products, protect, obviously, is a huge component of it. We've been saying for a while now, integration is innovation. And so integrate is one of our product lines. And then obviously consult. Uh, we think we've got a lot of good knowledge to offer out to our credit unions with regard to how to go about doing all this. So what kind of specific solutions can we expect to see from co-op in the coming months? There's a lot happening, but uh, digital card issuance. So the ability to push a card directly into the wallet uh, from the mobile banking app on the phone. Co-op Lifestyle Loyalty, which is our new rewards platform. Lots of uh, incredible benefits there. Not only the ability to have a, a traditional rewards platform where you can buy goods and services, but also cash back and be able to mix and match those. One that is not uh, super transparent to the member, but is huge in the back office is Co-op Resolution Center. 99.9% of these transactions flow through frontways with no problems. And it's the ones that are either fraudulent or you didn't get the goods and services you were expecting or something like that that need to be disputed that cause the majority of the headache in this industry. And, and we think there's a huge opportunity. We're in the process of rolling that out to our credit unions right now. We've been in that rollout now for several months, but obviously with thousands of customers, it takes more than a day or two to get that done. We believe that Resolution Center, even though it's not day-to-day -day in the members' lives, this will elevate the member experience. It'll shorten the time to get provisional credit for the member. It will move the money faster, and it will resolve these issues much faster. And then probably the thing I'm most proud of and most excited about is Cooper Fraud Score. We believe we're going to be the first folks in the credit union space to be using machine learning, uh, true machine learning in order to evaluate transactions and score uh, those authorization requests in real time. It's not only improving the accuracy and in decisioning that we have going on right now, but it's also allowing more legitimate transactions to go through. And so as you think about fraud, you want to capture as much of the fraud as you possibly can while declining the fewest number of transactions you can. And, and you know, so member interruption is something we really want to move away from as much as possible. We've now been running it in production for months. It's going to be a really exciting June, July, August as we roll this out to our credit unions. It sounds like some exciting stuff coming, like you said. Shifting gears a little bit, Co-op recently hosted one of its Think events back in April. Can you talk a little bit more about the proprietary research that was unveiled at that event? Yeah, that's the uh, Payments Outlook research that we did in partnership with Ernst & Young. 
it confirms a lot of things that uh, you know seem fairly transparent or obvious on the surface, but um, it's always nice to have the data behind them. I said earlier, the pandemic dramatically accelerated the trends that were already happening, like the shift to digital. We surveyed roughly 3,000 credit union members and prospects, and we found, frankly, that fintechs are the greatest cause of consumers' willingness to bank with multiple providers. They go out, they start looking for something a little unique, and they find a fintech that's already offering that. And so what we know, though, is fintechs, there's a few out there, but there's very few that exist right now that are focused on financial wellness, yet they're still coming to dominate consumers' financial relationships. And we think that that is is purely because of ease of use and ease of accessibility. And um, this threat continues to come forward. You know, we're trying to position co-op in every way to allow credit unions to meet that threat head on with digital services and products delivered through the co-op ecosystem. So Todd, will there be more Think events this year? Yeah, Jennifer, we'll be holding events throughout the year. Matter of fact, we just held our second forum on May 25th, which featured Noah Kerner, the CEO of Acorns, on how to rethink your service model and help exceed member expectations. Later this summer, we'll be talking about personalizing the member experience in a separate event. Again, you can go out to our website and register no charge for those virtual events. Todd, you touched on fraud a little bit earlier when you were talking about the Cooper Fraud Score Report solution that you're working on. We know fraud continues to be a problem, and maybe more so than ever in this age of COVID. What's your advice on that front for us today? Well, I think of security as a service offering, right? And and not just from us to our credit unions, but our credit unions out to our members. Like any service channel, it's a two-way conversation. What members are looking for is the ability to control their own destiny. And what we've found is, is your most active card users will control their destiny if you give them the tools to do that by turning their card on and off and a wide variety of other things that they can do in the CardNav app, which allows you to have control over your card. At the same time, they expect the credit union to cover their blind spot, to protect from the things that they can't see and they can't do. And that's what Cooper Fraud Analyzer on our shared branching network does. And that's what Cooper Fraud Score will do for our card networks and our card solutions. And then finally, you have to tie all that together because the way machine learning works and how we make that score better and better on a moment-to-moment basis is feedback. And so that dispute and resolution center is all tied in to that system And so as bad transactions happen, the member lets us know through the credit union, and then we funnel that back into the machine learning engine, and the machine learning engine begins to look for things that look a lot like that last dispute. And so it's real-time activity, and it's the same approach that the bad guys are using for an attack vector. And so I believe what we're doing here is fighting fire with fire. Okay. And Todd, finally, CUNA is an industry association. We're committed to the credit union system at large. Can you tell us something about co-op's current support for the credit union system? We participate in just about everything, but the one that I really love because I get to sit on the strategy council for the board of trustees is our recent fundraisers for the CMN hospitals, co-sponsor of the California Nevada Credit Union League wine auction, which raised more than a million dollars for CMN hospitals. We're also uh, the superhero sponsor of the uh, Sacktown run in April which raised more than $200,000 for uh, CMN as well. In fact, in spite of the pandemic, we raised and gave back to the Community Credit Union in 2020. The company donated about $1.7 million to the credit union system and charities while credit unions participating in the Co-op Miracle Match program raised around an additional $800,000. So all total, that's $2.5 million to Children's American Network Hospitals. As a company culture, 
We also believe we've got the organization functioning stronger than ever, which I think contributes to the overall system. You know, this is 1,800 employees here at Co-op, all working to make credit unions' lives easier and their members' lives better. And a couple of things we did last year in 2020, stood up and formed our DNI Inclusion Council, made up of staff from across the enterprise. We've got kind of four main offices, but almost everybody's at home right now. And so things like this bring us together and help us function better as an organization. Most recently, we put together uh, an ethical data use and practices council. We have an enormous amount of data here at Co-op, and we want to make sure we're using that data correctly and for the benefit of members, not to the detriment. And so we have an entire group inside our organization that meets uh, regularly to talk about ethical use and practices around data and data use across the enterprise. Todd, we've talked about a lot of great stuff that's happening with Co-op and what you guys are doing in the movement. Is there anything we've forgotten or that you want to mention before we wrap up today? I would say thanks uh, to all the credit unions. Uh, five years ago, I didn't know I was a credit union person. I got there pretty quick, but uh, it has been a real pleasure to spend five years here. I extended my agreement with Co-op for multiple years into the future and uh, couldn't be more excited. And I think as an industry, we've really turned this pandemic into a year of growth. I've only talked to a couple of credit unions that didn't have just um a surprisingly good year last year from a financial perspective and from a growth perspective. And we did all that together, most of us working from home, which I think is a pretty amazing thing. And now as we near the end of vaccinations, or at least we're maybe halfway, a little more than halfway, but we're getting there fast. I'm really looking forward to getting back out and seeing some people face to face and working uh, hand in hand, arm in arm with our clients throughout the remainder of 21. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. This podcast was sponsored by Co-op Financial Services, a payments and financial technology company. Learn more at coop.org.